This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to She Podcast, episode 332. I three. am your host. Three. Is it 332? No, it's not. 332. Okay, sorry. I'm your host, Jessica Kupferman. With me, as always, the illustrious Elsie Escobar and the jolly John Domingo. Jolly <laughs> John Domingo. That sounds great. Yes. I love it. I, I, this show doing? has a vibe today, like it's going to be all over the place. It's got like this crazy energy today. I don't know why. Well, yeah, we, we will see what happens. So buckle in. I want to see if we can start with a little bit of a goat story. First of all, just to give you a backup, we talked about it last week that Ryan was going to go out of town. So whenever he goes out of town, I take care of the goats because we have our goats. And I did put some video, a little bit of a video story of when the goats get fed in the morning and all of that stuff because they get fed in the morning and they get fed at night. And so I walked through and it was pretty chill, you know, like they're in their enclosure. Have I talked about how they escape in the past? How they've escaped? Um, yes. You've mentioned it to me privately for sure. Yeah. So like sometimes they escape. And so Rand had to build like this super enclosure where they cannot get out. Right. They like cannot. what did he do? How, how did he make it well, go he, free? He was using it with – essentially, he built it from, like, scraps at first. And when they were babies, it was fine. But now – then he had to go actually buy some big blocks of wood and he, like, reinforced everything. There's no way these goats can break through it anymore because they used to do that. Whenever he would leave, they would know he was gone and they would try to break out, okay? How do they know? They just would know. But – there's an outside enclosure that is a, with an electric fence. But it, most of the time, the electric fence is not even on because you kind of just train them to know that it's on and then they kind of stay back. And it's fine. It's like a little electric fence on the outside of it where they get out, but they're not put out. Whenever Rand's not here, they're not put out into the larger enclosure because they will start to test that electric fence and I can't put them back. That's essentially it. If they escape, I can't put them back. They stay in their other enclosure. So everything has been going fantastic. It has been great. I was, you know, send, having Instagram stories and all of that kind of stuff. And it was awesome. And last night, we went to feed them one last time. And I usually go with Hunter. She comes with me. And we go together. She helps me with it. And this time I started to feed them and they didn't come. And I was like, where are the goats? Oh, no. I go, oh, no. Oh, no. What happened? And I see that the electric fence has been pulled into the larger enclosure and they seem to be wrapped around it. And I said, Hunter, can you please cast the light on it, please? And she comes in and what do you see? Their heads are like stuck together. And they are very what? loud. Yeah. Oh, no. no yeah. They're like no, attached no, no, no. at the head with the cord wrapped around them. 
on their oh, horns. No. Yeah. And uh, so oh, here, no. I'm going to put this so that you guys can get an, uh, uh, a look. We're going to see if we can show. This hunter took this picture by mistake. So how, but my, oh my, my mom God. took like a worse picture. Here, put this how. Here, wait. I can't even tell whose horns are whose. <laughs> oh my! No, I mean, what's what are they tied yeah, up they, with? That's string? the electric fence. No. They wrapped. It's like a. Metal. Oh my <laughs> God! They they wrapped so their electric you, fence. You can't get it off because oh my God! Yourself. So then. From then on, we went through the process. Well, no, the electric fence was not on, dude. It was not on. Yeah. It was not on. There's another yeah. time where the black goat got tangled up in the electric fence when it was on, like, his entire body. And my dad went out to go check on them, and he found them laying there. And my dad thought he was dead. And he, then my dad looked closer, and then <laughs> the goat just opened his eyes and looked at him like, please get me out of this situation. I am hurt. <laughs> oh, my God. It was awful. And then, so I'm going in there, and these goats are going nuts. They're going nuts. They're hormonal. They are snorting. They're making that noise. They're wrapped into this thing. They're stuck to the wall because they had pulled the entire electric fence through the hole with the pole. There's a pole that was the thing that was embedded on the ground, and they pulled it all the way in. So then what did we have to do next? We had to go get scissors. We had to go get scissors. Mind you, this is at night in the dark. Okay. In the dark. So then Hunter runs to the house and starts to find scissors. We have zero scissors that would call, cut through anything. Yeah. They're like blunt and small and annoying. Yeah, let alone paper. So I'm sitting there and I'm shaking because they're like, I can't get them out. So you should have seen poor hunters like trying to feed them. I had to climb in there and start to cut. It took us an hour to release yeah. them. Basically, to put it in a nutshell... It's basically watching your mother wrestle two horned donkeys, which are attached by at the head by a forbidden electric pasta salad. <laughs> That's basically what oh it was. Oh my god! <laughs> it was so crazy. Are you traumatized by it, Hunter? A little bit, but I mean, worse has happened. Like, Were you, I mean, the black one. It's always the black. Worse one has, has happened. Um, the black one has had bladder stones before, so yes. <laughs> oh my god! I remember the story where the black one was uh, had the UPS guy ah, pinned in yes, his truck. Yes, we did. My TikTok famous goat. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. You know the worst part about all of these stories is that you didn't even <laughs> want goats. Technically, we weren't expecting like baby ever. goats until the next summer, and we were expecting them from a different goat. That's right. And then these, yes. But I don't recall you ever saying, I wish I had some goats. <laughs> that never happened. That never happened. And yet you've been chased, electrocuted, cornered, headbutted, <laughs> butt butted. That was me. No, that was me. Because, oh. uh, yeah. Oh, no, her too. She got stuck in a fence and the yeah, goat got her they, from behind. Because right? when, the, when the girls were in the enclosure and then one of them got stuck her horns got stuck in the fence mm -hmm. and I had to go in there and get them out. But the other two were butting me in my butt because <laughs> I was trying to get the one out. I mean, so this was literally, and so now Rand is on his way home Just the idea and I have to so call funny. him and go, um, guess what? <laughs> <laughs> Help. 
So the goats. And then I had to sit there. I, I thought I was going to die. There was a point there where I thought if I release these goats and they decide to somehow get very excited and come after me, I would have been very much hurt. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What did Hunter? What did you say to me when I said when you said like when they get out when you try to get them out? What What do you say? You were like you were like you have to climb the fence. You gotta get your. I don't know. You said I, 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 I didn't really say anything. I just said as soon as those two, those two are free, you need to get out of the enclosure. Okay. Yeah. I don't really well, say anything exciting. I mean, thank God that she had you. That's Hunter. what I said. Yeah. Kelsey's like a rodeo <laughs> clown. In other words, once the yeah. goats get apart, she's got to try to get up on the fence so they don't get her. And here's the other thing. Usually when any kind of two animals are stuck together for that, they are so, they're, they're so tired from trying to get yeah. apart that usually once they're apart, they're like, oh, and they just want to lay down and go to sleep. So I don't know. What, is that they, how they, they were? They were tired. And Hunter was feeding them. And so when I saw that they were still eating while – they were trying to still break apart. I realized that they're very hungry and they're probably just, just like what you said. I was, my biggest concern wasn't the electric fence, which I had to work through cut to cut through, but it was the large pole, which at the end of the large pole, cause this is the thing that you stick on the ground. So I had that pokey on the ground thing. And I thought they're going to kill themselves. Like if they run around and they, one can poke the other one and like, Maybe all for the better, though. Maybe oh, no. you should have just let oh, that no. happen. <laughs> no, she was gone so upset. She is was so cruel? upset. Hunter, do you, you love know the how goats? How annoying though? it is. Do you and May love the goats? What? To figure out that yes, your mom they... calls your dad about a problem with living animals that you own, and basically he just says, "Okay, if they die, they die." <laughs> That's basically what he said. Yeah. <laughs> He's right, though. She was very sad about yeah, that. Just next week you I have a. Like, yeah, next week you just have a barbecue. Oh, John. <laughs> okay, that's bad. That's not good. Why would you? <laughs> Why? I mean, goat meat is delicious. It's amazing. They're like when it's cooked right. Like oh, and that was the other, other thing. So we were gone for an. Doesn't make so them we were less we count delicious. back right all sweaty. Whereas May was in the house. What was she even doing? She said she was worried, but I really doubt it. Yeah, she was sitting on the couch watching um, The Amazing World of Gumball. Yeah, so she was in the... That's a funny show. As soon as we came in, I'm trying to talk to her, and she goes, Mom, I can smell you all the way from here. (laughs) We smell gross. Oh, God! (laughs) I smell the goatee. And there, and I took a shower, and even after the shower, I still smell goatee. <laughs> Those hormones are crazy. Ew, uh... They're like skunkish. They have like yes, a skunkish smell, especially when they're hormonal, which they were hormonal. They've so been peeing all over each other for like a year straight. Hey, yay, 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 yay! God. Uh, anyway, you must have smelled like a whole farm all yeah, by yourself. So that was my night last night. I was super. Oh. We were both stressed out, and I was super happy. To have this person with us. I know, but like the first time I had to come with you to do the goats, you were like, can you come with me? And I'm like, why? I want to stay in here and watch cartoons like I usually do. And she just goes, because it's dark. (laughs) You're a grown adult. You You can do this by yourself. A 13-year-old is not going to save you from whatever's out there. (laughs) 
I think she trusts you more than herself, though. Yes, which says I think something. That I'm not sure what, but you're probably very reliable, yeah. Hunter. Here's the quick question: Who's faster, Hunter or Elsie uh, running? Probably me. Probably I mean, Elsie. my dad She's has to catch up to me when I'm walking, so probably oh. me. <laughs> <laughs> she she wants to run away wow, real quick. She can cool. run away real quick. Well, Hunter, when I was your age, I had to go feed the animals by myself. No one, like, they didn't ask me to come help. They were like, there's the bucket. There's the animals. Go feed. Because we had, when I was your age, we had horses. So I had to clean the stalls and feed and water the horses twice a day. Get up in the morning before school. And then you'd come in and they'd say, you smell like horse. I'm like, ugh. Well, that would be because I was around the horses. Yes, yes. Yeah, honestly... If they weren't so, you know, crazy, I don't know why they're like this. Like, also, my dad has not yet not to decide to get them fixed yet. If they were not like this, then definitely we would be feeding him, them. But, um, so. They're not, that's, well, you saw the video. They go. Yeah, it's amazing. The noise that that one, the black they one makes is make amazing. He, he's got and then like, they make that. They do with their note like the yeah. tongue. Weird noise. It's cr- it's like a. <laughs> <laughs> it's hysterical. Oh my god! Anyway, thank you so much for telling me this story. Thank you, Hunter. It's so yes. nice to see you. I swear, I haven't. When do you know the last time I saw you? How, how old were you? Like eight? Yeah. When was the last time yeah, we saw? Her? When I went to the convention thing with you uh, in <gasps> Chicago. 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 Yeah. That was not when you were eight. That was six years ago. You were seven, yeah, seven right? So. Oh, my gosh. That was like podcast the time math. where uh, you took us to podcast yeah. movement and that one dude called de- uh, our dad, um, Mr. Escobar. That freaked <laughs> me out. I didn't like that. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Like, why would it's you assume it's that true. this man had that last name? It's her more than it fits him. It doesn't matter. It's because he's Mr. Elsie Escobar. <laughs> That's right. That's why. Because he is like, it's like Dr. It's like Mr. and Dr. Biden. You know yeah. what I mean? Right. He's, he's, he's still Mr. Oh Escobar, gosh. regardless of his name. Dr. Pimple Popper. Her husband's name is Mr. Pimple Popper. That's right. <laughs> That's exactly right. Yeah, you're my- that show's hilarious. I it's love very that relaxing. If you can't sleep, it's disgusting. Love but relaxing. It. It's my favorite show. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yep, yep, yep. Anyway, Hunter, yeah. it's so nice to see you. And you're invited on the show anytime. Coming up, thirteen. So you know. I think by the time this episode is out, cannot believe this it. one will be thirteen years old. Yeah. Wow. Well, happy Yay. birthday. Don't throw anything, May May. My condolences. We're all Libras. Yes. When is your birthday, John? 13. Uh, First week in October. Oh, I was wondering if she she would ever use Escobar instead of... uh, Mignon. Mignon. Not Mignon. (laughs) That's not filet mignon. I forgot Mignon. Sorry. Mignon. I'm sorry, Um, dude. Probably not. Listen, my head is Swiss cheese right now. I don't know. I mean... Also, I don't want... Like, when I'm going to a job interview, I don't want my last name to mean broom. So yeah, it's not what that broom, means. But the last name that I currently yeah, but, have, yeah, but Escobar is like a, for a star in the solar system somewhere. Yeah, but Escobar, nobody <laughs> messes with an Escobar. It is that's that's true. It is a that's a good name. It's a solid, scary name. <laughs> yeah, in fact. Because it's Escobar's a, yeah. like 
You don't cross an Escobar. It is is it a is a globally It'd known be even fact. Funnier if her last name meant slipper. <laughs> yes, it would. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Thank you for showing up today, All right, darling. Nice to see you. Yeah. We appreciate. Thank you. It. That was very exciting. Very exciting. I that know. Was a she decided She's a to delight. come over here. She was very helpful yesterday. I am so thrilled that she was with me because I don't know if I could have handled that all by myself. She's got that same energy as Randy. She has his. She's yeah, funny. I think she does. She's very funny. She's funny, but but she's also she has a very zen, accepted energy around her. She doesn't seem to round up about. I mean, I know that hasn't always right. been the case, but I'm sure she gets upset about things. But like, I think in general, she has a very calm energy. Am I wrong? Kind, sometimes, yeah, but yeah, but she she prefers calm than she's still other young things, for sure. And yeah, yeah she was yeah, getting yeah, wound yeah. up. I mean, we were all getting wound up. I mean, these are huge animals that we were dealing with, and there was a very much the cutting of the stuff. We didn't know how to cut through it because we didn't have anything. All I can tell you all now is that everybody in their house needs to have a large, like large scissors or something to cut stuff with that can cut through large things. If you have goats. If you don't have goats, you well, don't need you these Well, you might things. because you might have to cut right. yourself through stuff. <laughs> when would that happen? I just think we need to have things to cut through stuff. Okay? Okay. Okay. All right. Do we? That is it. All right. So thank you. That was great. That was the first appearance of my child in this thing. So yay. Wait a minute. So you, you remember hearing her there, right? That was her then. Or that's her now. This was her just a couple of years ago. Weird and wild. Weird and wild. Weird and wild. Show of Aww. the week. Her little voice. What a difference. So little. <laughs> Much bigger. So and the other one was over here trying to. I, know. I don't even know what. She was trying to do. She literally was trying to crawl underneath the bed. I have look. Bonnie has things to cut through stuff. I mean, have things to cut through stuff. Oh, she just made a hashtag. Yes, you do need to have things she, yeah. to cut through stuff. You do. That said, though, should She's we talk wrong. about our sponsor, Amazon Music? Because I mean, if you ever have a goat story that you want to share, <laughs> you know, I'm not going to lie. I'm very interested in hearing you well, do the ad, mind you. The day that I did not do the ad, it's because who was not here? Oh, yeah, you. I did the ad, and we were Me. talking about Amazon wanna... Music because Amazon Music is possibly yeah. – I, I feel it's going to be a really big destination to be coming up even more than it already is for folks to understand, uh, mm -hmm. to be able to really reach larger audiences. And um, they have an amazing catalog in at Amazon Music already with a lot of creators that are putting their stuff out there. Amazon is also putting a lot of money into being able to, or a lot of resources to be able to uh, feature podcasts on their app. And in fact, what I want everybody to do before uh, you finish listening to this episode, even, even while you're listening, is for you to go download Amazon Music and possibly even Audible download those into your device of choice and i want you to look for she podcasts in the search and Ooh. follow us there or if you have another favorite podcast out there go ahead and check it out mess around and listen to one of the episodes inside of there so you'll see how cool they are 
because it's the easiest thing for you to be able to put your show already into there. You have to go to podcasters.amazon.com and submit your show there for there's if you are on Libsyn, there is a way to actually do it right within Libsyn. You don't even have to go anywhere else to be able to get that stuff in there. They have so much great stuff. And I cannot, I am thinking that in 2022, you're going to be hearing so much more from Amazon Music and podcasts. And also think about how they're possible of integration within all of the rest of the Amazon products, including even features with Audible and stuff like that. There are so many folks that are already listening to audio content that are just have that one little push to listen to a podcast. So please head over to podcasts.amazon.com, submit your show, and give them a shout out. Tell them that you heard about them from She Podcasts and you're listening in Amazon Music, and they will really appreciate that. Thank you, Amazon, for supporting She Podcasts. Thank you. That was beautiful. Also, that was a beautiful if you've got ad. that lady in the puck. Oh, yes. There is the whole lady, that lady that you can talk with to tell the lady to just play your episode wherever you are. Yeah. We can't say the lady's name, but it's A-L-E-X-A. Yeah. You can definitely right. verbally tell them. Let me tell you how you would, and this is actually a workflow kind of thing as well. If you have children, like I do, and you are doing your very best like you do. to keep them off of devices or have time where they are, they have a device and then they don't have a device or maybe they're like cleaning the room and stuff like that. And they go, mama, I just want to listen to music. That's why I have my headphones on. That's why I'm holding my iPad and all of that stuff. What you can definitely do is you can have those playlists, either music playlists or even a podcast playlist have them already with the little lady in the puck thing, and then just have them talk to it and they can play their stuff without mm-hmm. touching their devices. Mm-hmm. We should call her another name like Anita. Anita. Yeah, but then that's going to... The lady in the box is how yeah, I know. would refer to her, but you... Yeah, but I just don't want that to be too the subtle. Lady the, the lady in the box is Anita. Anita the Anita. lady also, it doesn't need to Anita, be a lady. A-L-E-X-A. It seems like there could be, you have a guy. Don't you have a guy? Yeah. Mine is a man. Right, you, I do. Should we ask him a question? Sure. Can you hear it? I don't know. Or no. What are you going to ask it? Um, Alexa, what's the weather today? Currently in Wilmington, it's 78 degrees Fahrenheit with clear skies and sun. Today. Kind of. You guys hear that? Barely, Barely but hear I it. hear that it's a guy. Oh, then I do mind. hear that. He's very oh, calm. Oh, good. He's I'm glad. It, I'm glad. Mm-hmm. I'm glad you have a calm, calm yeah. one. He's a zen. He's a zen. All right. Zen now moving. Guy. How about we move through um, our stuff here? I'm not even sure. Uh, look at, dude, I got a new iPhone. Ah, t- can you, first of all, show it closer. I want to see how big it is for real. Like, can you just put yes, it way up I on can. the camera? Mind you, this is the mini. I got the, I got the mini. Yep. Got the mini. What's the camera like? Well, you have to remember, Jess, I had the iPhone 8. So oh, no, I, I, I know that you're saying is the camera good, but I had the iPhone 8. It's kind of like saying, you know, I have like a 1955 truck and then I just got a 2020 truck. And then you're like, how's the, you know, how's the air conditioner? Well, 
the last time you had a new phone was like when we were at Podcast Movement in LA. Uh, I, think. I got the phone. Yes, I got the phone after I visited LA for my induction into the Hall of Fame. It was 2017. I, I got the new phone in November yep. after that. So I've had, and it still works great. I don't think that there was really too much of a problem with the phone. It was very, very slow. And I can't remember exactly why. I just thought it, it was time. It was just getting to the point where every time any app would load, it took forever to load in. I had so much stuff happening in there. And taking pictures sometimes was really slow. Like I'd take a picture and it was like half a second before I pressed the shutter and then it would take the picture. It just got really, really slow all the way around. This one, the camera's really nice. That picture that you saw, that was the night. That was at night. The one with the goats, that was at night. Like, no, you can't see anything. Was it? So that was really great. I still wow. haven't figured out how to take those pictures because night mode is very... I've never had to take a picture in night mode. That was a mistake. That was actually... Hunter didn't mean to take that picture. She just did out of a mistake, you know, which was a trip. And um, I have mm. taken video, which I also posted in one of my Instagram stories. It's cinematic mode and it's sort of like portrait but for video. So mm -hmm. you hold it and it makes you or the front thing in focus and it makes the back blurry. So it's nice. I mean, it's very, it's very nice. It is so much faster than the other one. So I'm super thrilled. Yeah. I got yep, the mini. One does it look smaller? Now, I got, I got a question for you. Does it have a case? Did you put a case on it? Or does this one? I did put a case on it. I, I had to, like, the, I bought a case. And then when I bought the case, I didn't realize that I don't know when they're going to ship them. So I was very scared because I got the phone and it looks gorgeous. But I've never not had a phone. Na I've never had a naked phone ever. I have, like, the supersonic things naked on phone. the phone. And so I had I went into Amazon and I bought the the something that was available that wasn't what I wanted really specifically um but it's I just got what I was available so it's got a clear this one has a clear case on it and I have the inductive thing on the back because I also bought a one of those what are those called the little circle circular things that go in the back again um pop socket pop socket I bought a a magsafe pop socket pop socket so that you can just pop suck yeah. it is better. Pop suck it. <laughs> pop suck it. So I can put That's it in funny. here with the magnet instead of the sticky stuff. So I really like it. But then yeah. you know what's really crazy is that I am even more in love with iOS 15 and how it works with the phone. So there's there's a lot of things that I really love about it that don't have to do with the phone. They have to do with iOS 15, like the focus mode. I told you, um, Jess, what that was all about. And I dug it so much because now I get an opportunity to set, um, instead of just putting do not disturb all the way around, you have an opportunity. Like right now, I have it on streaming. And so what happens is whenever I turn on the streaming focus, what it does is it takes away every notification because 
you can have it talk to all the rest of the devices, it turns everything off. It turns all of the notifications off. It turns all of the apps off to notify you. And it also doesn't allow for some things to come in. So in streaming mode, nothing can come in. So whenever I'm recording, everything's gone. And then I can set like morning stuff, like my morning routine, if I allow certain things to come on. And then on weekends, I created a whole other focus on weekends only certain things can come through only and then it can you can also pick certain people so now whenever i want to be focused for work i actually can add just randy like if i'm really focused for something very specific i can just add randy to mm. contact me like he's the only person out of everybody and you can also pick the apps that you want to also come in and, and give you notifications. It has been amazing. I really, really love it because there is a couple times with Do Not Disturb where the only person I really need to hear from at that moment is Randy. Like, I hate finding texts where he's like, what was it that you wanted me to buy? And I forgot, you know, I'm like, yeah. ah, I forgot to tell you. That's just so, what we do. Anyway, that's been really fantastic. All we do is forget. That's my favorite thing for, for, for this thing. And you can time it. So you don't even have to set it. You can just put every, like, let's say for now, I can put that focus from 1 to 2.30 every Monday and everything automatically does it. Like, I don't have to mm -hmm. turn it off. It's super amazing. And you can set it, but you set it, you set it up yourself. Like, you don't have to, they have driving, they have work and they have personal kind of as a focus, or I, th I think they have focus too as a whatever, like they already picked some things for you. But what's really cool too, is that you can pick the way that you want the, I don't even know how you call it, like the, the lock screen. You can even tell it mm -hmm. if you want it to not show you any notifications and also the landing, like the landing screen. So if you open the, the phone and you're in work mode and you have one of the phone faces or whatever that has all of your work apps, that's what it's going to show you. It's going to hide all the other ones. So it's really neat. I really dig it. That's awesome. And it's pink, which is the best. And it's light pink. It's very cute. And it's very, but it was really, when I got it, I was like, oh my God, this is so light and small. I should have gone. I know. I really like having a big fatty. I mean, this is almost an iPad though. Like I can't even, like I have small hands and it, my hand gets a cramp from holding it for too long, which is kind of sad, but it's big. It's pretty big. But I, but also I, I don't know about you. I'm going to guess, but I could be wrong. Um, but my, my vision is not improving. No, my vision is years. not improving either. And so I really need it bigger. I mean, you're going to have a small phone with like the biggest font you've ever seen. It's going to be hilarious. No, I have the same thing too. And so I'm, you can really set it to do that for yourself because you can have bold. And I mean, it, they're really optimizing for making sure that everything looks. I Now, when I see the way that it comes out of the box, I'm like, whose eyes can read this? Whose eyes can? But, oh, so, okay, now I remember why I was having trouble with my phone. And it really was related to my eyesight because the screen itself for the eight, I don't know if it's my eyes or if it was the phone, but there were times when I could not read it because it was too dark and I could not put it up 
anymore. This usually happened when I was outside and I was working out or I was in the sunshine. Whenever I would turn, when I looked at the phone, I, it was a black screen. Like I could not see anything, no con, nothing, zero. And then I was like looking at it, like I was like trying to make shade. (laughs) Can I see what it's at? And, um, but with this one, it's not like that. I can definitely see it. I can see it super easy. And so anyway, all of that stuff is fantastic. I am super stoked. And I also like how it, now I can unlock it with my watch. Mm-hmm. I like that. But that's iOS. Again, that's iOS I 14. don't do that. Huh? You can do it, but I never do it. I never do that. I don't do it on purpose. It does it all on its own. Is it an accident though? Uh, I think it is an accident, but that's usually when I pick it up and I, I, I don't know what it does and it goes to ding, like, and it unlocks it. See, look, it unlocked it right now. So if it's not looking at my face and I'm holding it, it unlocks it by itself. What? Yeah. So if it's not looking at my face. That's weird. And it just goes, the iPhone unlocked the phone and it just tells I me. Never, I, I the iWatch unlocked the phone. It's new. Yeah, the the watch what? unlocked the phone, which is great. But why I, would you want that? Because I love what was the what's the ID the finger thing? What was that called again? I always forget the name. The fingerprint, touch touch ID. Touch ID. Yeah, I really love touch ID because there were a lot of times when I'm talking to somebody and I would unlock the phone by tapping it without them knowing that I had unlocked mm-hmm. the phone. Whereas this phone, it you have to have it looking at your face because it's face ID. So now I can still do that. And usually that happens if I'm unlocking it when I'm in the middle of like paying for something and I'm I'm making, you know, eye contact with the person that I'm addressing versus me having to look at the phone. So I don't know. I like that feature. It's kind of neat. It's very cool. That's really neat. Are you kidding? That's incredibly neat. So I love that. Anyway, I'm happy with my phone. I also up the gigabytes in it. I got the 512 gigabyte phone. So now How I can- How many did you have before? 256. That's a respectful amount. Is it? Did you find that it was not enough though? No, I did not find that it was not enough, but I also found myself not making choices to create content based on what I was using on the phone. So there were a lot of times when I thought, oh, I should make a video of that. And I go, oh, but I'm going to start to take up so much more, you know, stuff on there. And then I've been um, doing a lot more audio memos to myself. Usually what happens is I get like these incredible ideas when I'm running, (laughs) when I'm working out outside is when like things really come into, I'm like, oh my God, like I just get all this huge insight. So what I've been doing is recording. And that's when I found with the other phone I would try, it's when I couldn't see the phone. So I'm looking around going, where's the, pre- where's the button? Is it finished recording? Is it even, and I deleted all, so many things that I thought were brilliant because I couldn't see the phone because it was so dark. The screen was so dark outside and I, and it was so slow. So now I have my brilliant thoughts straight into my device. Wonderful. And I love it. So if anybody has any questions about what phone to buy, please ask me because I've been doing so much research. It is insane how much research I know about what iPhone to use and when you should upgrade and when you should not upgrade. So 
Oh, can can I like one last thing? The reason you, that I bought this phone too versus going to the pros, right? To the mm-hmm. Pro Max and the Pro is because the camera in this one, in my little iPhone 13 mini, is the same as the iPhone Pro Max. It's got the same sensor. I don't need those phones. Like there's nothing around them or about them that I needed unless at some point in the future I'm just looking for a larger form factor for whatever reason, which I don't know. Um, and uh, But it has the same camera sensor. And I was just like, well, that's amazing. So. I mean, I feel like my camera and the iPhone, I have a 12 plus. It's like better than any camera I've had. I mean, that's not true. DSL, DLSR, DSLR, whatever yeah, they're called, DSL. those are pretty uh-huh. good. But this feels, these are just as good. Yeah. They're really good pictures. It's amazing. amazing pictures. I have been really impressed with it. And I am going to be the, oh, okay. So there's one thing that I was very disappointed with and I'm still disappointed. I don't understand why they don't do this. I really don't get it. Why have they not updated the selfie camera? The selfie camera is possibly even, yeah. it is so important. It's the shittiest camera. I mean, I don't feel like it's that bad anymore, but I can't, certain lighting, it's not good. Right. That's for sure. And there's sometimes when I take a selfie with it where my, at least not now, because I haven't really taken too many of them with this phone, but it used to take these pictures of me that they were nice pictures of me, but they were really weirdly colored. It was fakey colored, vibrant, and my skin looked very extra. <laughs> like it just didn't look real, you know? And I thought like, I don't even know how to make that go away. It was just bizarre color, especially when the light was hitting my face. They looked very extra. But these ones, um, the selfie camera has it. And I think that the selfie camera as of now is possibly one of the most important cameras for a lot of people Obviously, you do want to take pictures outside of yourself, but when it has to do with you and everything that people are doing, like streaming and reels and Instagram and all kinds of pictures that you're constantly taking of yourself, that selfie camera is really, really important. I just don't understand why they haven't updated it. But um, speaking of that, how about you and the reels, Jess? How about it? How about it? So tell me, we've definitely shown. I've done a ton of them. I don't know how many they've actually put out. Maybe I should look. But I've done a bunch. I did some when I was in Dragon Con. And then I did a bunch when I came home. Every time I sit in traffic, I do one. Every time I, you know, like I'm just trying to fit them in when I can. Is that weird? I don't know. No, I don't think that's weird. It's like, it's a workflow, really. But go ahead and tell us. So can I ask you a question? It's not a great workflow. No, but can I ask you a question where I get stuck in terms of, checking out reels. And mind you, everybody, head over to Instagram.com slash she podcasts in the reels. And you'll see some of the stuff that Jess has been doing in there. They've been doing really, really great. So here's my question for you. I think that doing them the way that you're doing them is fine. But I want to know when you get the idea, because that's what stops me. Like I see everybody doing stuff and I don't want to just copy somebody. And I also know how important creativity is. And sometimes I get an insight as to how to position something or what picture to take Mm -hmm. or what video to take. But for reels, I feel really tapped out as to what the ideas are. And I think that has to come in from like a, like the latest one that you, you created about having the, the speakers, the bam, bam, like that's like, I would have never thought of that. And that's such a very unique 
point of view. So I'm, I'm wondering how you come up with the ideas. So firstly, when I'm in TikTok or Instagram, I'm looking for sound bites, not ideas. Like okay. I'm looking for stuff that's I, – I listen for stuff that's generically relevant to anything. It's something I could use for she podcast. It's something I could use for being 40. It's something mm-hmm. I could use for being a mom. I try to find – like there's one that I did that was like, I'm here to tell you right now. We don't care. We don't care. And that uh, could be anything. Yeah, it could yeah. be anything. And so when I when I come up with those – I kind of save it and then when I'm ready to make one, I go back and I start thinking about like, well, so lately, you know, I've been doing them for the event. So I've been thinking about like, okay, what do I want people to do? What do I want them to think? How do I want them to feel? I want them to feel excited to come. I want them to feel like heard and understood. So like some of them, like I just did one last night of Lady Lady Gaga singing just the piece like – I'll be right there for you. Uh-huh. I don't remember if it was live. I don't know what song it's from. It doesn't matter. But I thought it would be fun to use it like because people get nervous about starting their own show, right? So I thought it could be a picture of us being like, we'll be right here for you. You know oh, what I mean? Because yeah. So, you know, anytime somebody's nervous in a reel, I think, okay, what is our audience nervous about? Anytime I th- see people like excited to see each other after a long time, I think about what is our audience excited to do after a long time? So I just try to relate it to the stuff that we're doing and the people we're talking to. I mean, because ultimately, we're not just doing an event. We're also helping people start for the first time. And we're also helping people network. And we're also helping people leave their house for the first time, which is scary. And we're also, you know, forcing people to travel and get dressed up and wear makeup for the first time in two years. And so there's a lot of different there's a, a long list of stuff that people are doing on our behalf that we know they're doing. So also, I will be fair. I do think it's an easier target audience than Libsyn, which is probably what you normally have top of mind because this is a very specific group with a specific age and a specific goal. Whereas like Libsyn is like, you know, half of the podcasting population. It's celebrities and broke people. It's old people and young people and authors and business people. Like it's hard to get something that relates to all of that. But I mean, the other thing about that is like, is a comedy rule, which is like the most basic human stuff is going to be the funniest because it's something we can all relate to. So like, I mean, I used to talk about this when I would talk about like how to do anything on social media, you know, self-deprecation, making fun of yourself, making mistakes, screwing up, oversleeping. That's all stuff people can relate to whether we do it or not. Because if we don't do it, we make extra steps to make sure that we don't do it. And if we do do it a lot, then yeah, we're we're all a shit show together. Yeah. When you do stand-up comedy, you really have to think about like, well, especially me, because the first time I did stand-up comedy, I did really well. And then the, the next night I did the same jokes and I bombed. And that was my very first lesson in not every joke is applicable to every person. Mm. So I, I ever since then, when I whenever I write stuff, I try to work really hard to make sure that most people I'm talking to can relate to it. Mm-hmm. And that part's hard. But Tracy Morgan was asked on a Howard Stern interview one time, like, you know, Howard was just like, but how do you differentiate what jokes you tell for a predominantly white audience versus a predominantly black audience? And he goes, all fart jokes are funny. That was his answer. If all else fails, start talking about farts and dick jokes. They work for everyone. But it's true, right? Yeah. It doesn't like that it surpasses race and a color and political stance and like yeah. you know, cuz it's something that we all have to deal with and I mean, I certainly I wouldn't start doing fart jokes, but I'm just saying like I I try to sort of match what people are feeling, I guess, and I don't know, and try to be ironic or 
you know, there's some things that I worry about. Like, for example, if I grab a voiceover that's clearly ethnic mm-hmm. and not my ethnicity, is it necessarily misappropriation? Or is it just to be funny? Like, it's not necessarily like, like digital blackface, I think is like when you like use the wrong color emojis for yourself. Mm-hmm. But like, I don't know if that's the same thing, because it's just a soundbite. And they're all good. And I don't necessarily, I don't necessarily dig up the original audio to see who did it all the time. I think that I that's, they just- that's a great question. And I also, I think the other thing that I'm anxious about, at least from the Lipson side of things, if I, because I have only created three reels for Lipson and they were for podcast movement was a very specific thing. But what I am concerned about too, with some of that audio is that I don't know where that, you know, I am not a pop culture person. I get really into things at way after they're not cool. I mean, that, like it takes me that's years. That's part of it too. You know, and, and yeah. but you're much more into it. Like you, you, if you told me a pop person. It helps for sure right. to be part of pop culture because you know what everyone's talking about right. and what other ones are circling around. Like this one is everywhere right here. Four, three, two, one. Let go. Level up, level up, level up, level up, level up, level up. And level up means... I mean, you know what level yeah, up I know what level you're up. leveling up something. So that song can be – is not one that you would do a, a lip sync to. It's more showing pictures of something yeah. that you've improved. Like if you redo your office like I did right, or right. something like that. I was just going to let you listen to like a few of the really short ones that I just saved so you could – you know, so you can see what, what I – I haven't done any reels to this yet, but I thought it would be helpful to just have you listen. I'm feeling good. I'm feeling nervous, overwhelmed, everything. You feel it all right now. I feel it all. Ooh, butterfly in my stomach and vagina. And that's it. <laughs> <In my> st- <laughs> but the person who used that audio cut it right off after she said v. Oh. So I thought that would be funny to be like, in my stomach and my v. And the next reel. Yeah. <laughs> I thought that'd be funny. Here's the Lady Gaga one. I will be right by your side. And then I would just stop it there. Yeah. Right there, right. because, you know, then you can show, like, the person's scared, and then, I will be right by... Anyway. I don't like the workers, I don't like the managers, I don't like nobody. We can clock out or keep it professional, how you want to go about it? That's it. So that one I thought would be funny, because, like, when you work from home, you can't quit. You can be like, I don't like the workers, I don't like nobody here. I can either clock out, or we can keep it professional. It's basically someone quitting their job and being annoyed about their job. Oh, my God which is something we can't do. Right. You know, I work from home with my husband, so I thought maybe that would be funny to just be like, I don't like the workers. I don't like the book. I don't like nothing here. He's like, you you see Scott. He's like all by himself. Well, see, I think that that's, and even my children have, they both are creating content, not for TikTok Mm -hmm. and not for reels. They work on an app called Gotcha. And they do these, and there's also trends inside of that entire universe. Like there's, there is in TikTok too. They by the way. totally go through absolute trends. Like they'll just create a specific mm-hmm. type of thing and they use a specific yeah. audio. And then what both of them do, which is really interesting, I have them only able to do certain things in certain websites and things like that. And they're like, Mom, I need a little more time on YouTube because I'm I'm finding audios. 
And so they just yeah. go into you have YouTube. to collect them. Yeah. So they're collecting their audios and they just grab them and they put them into their little app and then they create their own little reels that are really gotcha. So they use gotcha based on YouTube's. They yes. And so Ooh, they consume that's a good tip. They consume TikTok on YouTube because they're not allowed to have TikTok. So they'll go to TikTok and what Smart. they do is they'll they'll watch the TikTok compilations. And so people compile a bunch of TikToks and then put them on their channel. And yeah. that's how they find all of these things. And then they will copy or, you know, do do whatever you do on TikTok anyway. So they'll go in there and yeah. they'll do, but everything is gotcha. So you never see them. So they're not in it. They're editing their yeah. stuff. And it's very interesting to me how how good they've gotten at doing these things. And there's like transitions and and timing yeah. and were and writing because they have to write dialogue. They write their own dialogue yeah. in the thing. It's very interesting. So it's hard work. It's hard Man, work. It's hard work. But that's kind of my system too. Gather audios, listen to them, and then you kind of have to listen to it over and over. Like, how could I do this? What would I look like? What would be funny? Who could be doing it with me? Um, what could it be referring to? That's why when you when you pull an audio, sometimes, you know, when you watch a TikTok or a reel, as it starts, there's a caption up top that says like, you know, when you want to do this, but instead this happens. Yeah. And then the audio makes sense to the person. Right. So, but you have to make it, you have to make it relevant. I mean, and I know that they're young. I would suggest that you watch TikTok more than reels because TikTok is where there's more entertaining stuff just so that you can get a feel of what other people do right. so that you can help them or speak to it. Or even when you're doing Libsyn, like you could get a, them to do like a dance. That's like TikTok is very specific about what's trending. They will tell you all the hashtags that are trending and all the sound bites that are trending. Oh my God. So that if you, you know what? I just got an idea. Yeah. What? Remember that thing that we should, <gasps> you know how that, that thing that was trending about the girls, the sorority girls that were showing their OOTD or whatever, their day outfit of the yeah, day. outfit of the day. Yeah, yes. and so they were doing the whole sorority thing in Alabama, the Alabama sorority trend. Did you see this? Uh, no, but I know what you're talking oh about. Oh my God, you've got, the, this was like huge. So we could do outfit of the day for She Podcast Live. And yeah. so we should create a little thing like, this is my OOTD. What, is that what it is? Oh. Yeah, outfit OOTD, yeah. or, or GRWM is get ready with me. Yeah, so G-R-W-M, anyway, and then yeah. just go like, I'm, you know, blah, blah, and da, 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 da. And for just for She Podcast Live, I think that that would be hilarious to be able to do like outfit of the day. We were talking about doing um, plus size appreciation day. And I was kind of thinking of like, like I could play that song level up and then just show all the outfits that Holly got for me and just spin oh. around to them and have someone just watch me spin over and over and over. Or there's tricks to doing that thing. People do this thing where like they jump and they're in another outfit yeah, and then yeah. they jump and they're in another outfit. That's just cutting. And you know what I mean? That's just trimming. But it takes video, so, so long. Like I'm just like, I don't even have does. time to do that. Well, after this event, I'm going to have a lot of time. <laughs> so I kind of, you know, I think that this has taken us into I'm a really excited. good transition over to, so I'm doing this event and then, I, I hope to have at least a link for next week to see how you can consume this or watch this or whatever. But anybody who is watching us live, you can actually sign up 
for this um, event that I'm doing on September 30th, which is all about the Latino podcaster non-listener report. And I have an event that I'm putting together where I have asked industry professionals to speak into one issue that that the report brought up. And what I wanted to do is not a webinar type of thing, though. I did not want to do a webinar. I did not want to do like a sit, a people sit back and watch the professionals because what I have found is that there are, there's so much that needs to be discussed for bilingual and Spanish speaking creators that currently isn't supported anywhere. So it's not like there's a solution for this problem. It's not, there are no best practices because right now we are still trying to figure it out ourselves. As of last year in August, it was the first time that even Apple Podcasts, you could search for Spanish speaking podcasts. Just right. August last year. So it's right. not that that's still a thing. And so I wanted to have presentation and I also wanted to have networking. Um, so I'm working with Seth Ressler from Jacobs Media, and he is going to be kind of running the show a little bit for me. It's going to be held on a platform called Remo, R-E-M-O. And what we've done is there's going to be a presentation at the beginning. And then after the presentation, there are we're going to be splitting up into tables. So it's sort of like... The experience that we had, remember when we did that Halloween uh, meetup, that Halloween thing mm -hmm. that we did for Podcast Movement? It was in that Shindig platform. And remember how yeah, crazy yeah, yeah. that was? Shindig. Everything was like floating. It was so fun though. Well, yeah, it was fun, but it's not going to be floating. So Shindig was like you were in some kind of psychedelic yeah. experience, you know, and <laughs> yeah, yeah, weirdness. Yeah. And so this doesn't have that. This actually has... You can set it up with the tables in the way that you want them to, and you can just move from table to table to talk. And so I've set it up so we discuss what the experts bring, what they want us to discuss. Like, how do you uh, make sure that there is enough diversity in your when you're producing your content? How do you support Spanish and English podcast in one RSS feed? You know, that kind of stuff. But what I want to get in terms of content is that I started thinking about the story that I wanted to tell. In the way that you're picking the audio first, I kind of did that without the, like it wasn't audio. It was like, what is it that I want them to experience and how are we going to make this happen? And what I needed to do is I wanted to have a conversation with people that was really super focused. That's what I want. I wanted super focused conversation. I did not want like what we're doing right now. <laughs> Like <laughs> where we just start talking and it's like an hour later and we said some really amazing things, but I wanted it to be like on point. So I reached out to very specific people and I told him, this is what I want you to do. You're going to answer this question. It's You only need to be here for 20 minutes. I'm only going to use five minutes of your time and we're going to move from that. And I created a presentation with five industry experts that just come in and answer that one question. And it's, um, I'm kind of impressed with myself, Jess. I sort of produced this entire thing Ooh. based on the idea that I wanted. And I did it in pieces. So I didn't do my intro and the outro for the event until I had everybody's thoughts. So I had to sit mm. there and like think about all the pieces. Like, okay, Melvin said this, and Maribel said this, and Lori said this, and you know what I mean? And so when I did that, 
I was going, okay, this is what the story is in my head. And then I made sure that I was dressed exactly the same, that I had an easy hairstyle that I could copy, that I was wearing the same Mm -hmm. clothes, that I didn't move anything. So it looks totally like it all happened all on the same day, but it didn't. How? You oh, I did it all in. Oh, and the other thing is I did it all on StreamYard. So I recorded myself. I created an event and I called hey, it. In, I did it. I, I created it and I said, this is the intro. And I would go in and I would set everything up. I had my script mm-hmm. and yeah. I would do the thing. Mm-hmm. Welcome to my thing. Blah, 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 blah. This is da, 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 da. Thanks. <laughs> and then I would stop recording. And that was one chunk of audio and video that I had. And then I put it on, t- I put it all together afterwards, but I already knew, like I didn't have to, I didn't feel the pressure of having to be live, but I pretended like I was live the whole time. Mm-hmm. So that's exciting. That was really, it was really cool. And so I just made sure that I was recording that time and I did it in shots. So it's sort of like I created my own little mini movie. <laughs> That is amazing. So, I cannot wait to see it. So, yeah. So, I'm very proud of it. So, if you all want to attend, it's called Growing yeah. Multilingual Podcast Audiences, Hablemos Juntos. I created a completely bilingual event. So, there are some people who only speak Spanish. There are some people who only speak English. And I intersperse the language throughout the entire time because that's what we're talking about. So, I'm kind of proud of myself with um, all the things that I did for this. I'm very proud of you. That's awesome. Yeah. So, yay. Ooh, I can't. And iMovie. That's what I did. iMovie is very cool. I loved it. I loved it. I can't wait to see it. It's going to be great. Good for you. That's awesome. Yay. Well done, son. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. All right. Do you think we're ready to wrap it? We are ready to wrap it. it. But we just let's just say a big uh, shout out over to uh, Marla Isaacson from. Yes. From uh, Ulsa Collective because she's one of our or they, you know, she and they are one of our sponsors and she just got covered in. Uh, um, In NASDAQ of all places. I know. As someone who's using podcasts to amplify the next generation of voices. Um, so yeah, she, there's a beautiful article that we'll, we'll link to in the show notes, yep. but pretty cool, right? Absolutely. We're really happy that Elsa is, is, you know, supporting hash supported she podcast for so long. And like, and Marla is, has always been such a lovely human being. I mean, <laughs> I'm sure that we were, I was said, cause you know how people are, are constantly trying to just like talk with us and like meet us sometimes when we're walking around and like podcast movement. We, I, at least for me, I always have a bazillion different things going on in my head. People are constantly mm-hmm. coming up and I just remember like, she's just coming up wanting to meet me. And uh, it is, this is the energy uh, that I had. And I just remember thinking back, why am I like so over it? And she continued to just come by and be so graceful and gr- and just so lovely in the outreach. Yeah. And I, th- to continue on, even when you had like me going, oh, because I didn't mean it to you. It was just like, I just remember having that sense. And I'm so proud of all the work that they've done and that, that she's doing such phenomenal work in there. And she's continued to pursue relationships with so many of us and really unify us. So congrats, Marla. Mm-hmm. Woohoo. Yay, Marla. Yay. All right. 
let's wrap this on up. Thank you guys so much for being here for She Podcasts. And we hope we're going to see you at She Podcasts Live, whether it's virtual or in person, because now you can see everything virtually live streamed on the main stage, as well as some exclusive virtual content that's also happening on October 14th. So go to ShePodcast.com slash register and get your virtual ticket, please. And thank you. You can also find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at ShePodcasts. And of course, our show notes can be found at ShePodcast.com. Um, thank you so much for those of you who are with us live. And for those of you who are listening, love you. Mean it. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>